Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, the one thing I always loved about science fiction and fantasy is that you really get some dynamic stories that come from the books that are always, you know, big bestsellers. Nobody ever made a movie out of a piece of shit that nobody ever bought. But when you get a, a fantasy series like Harry Potter, you have that added pressure of they have to make it into an amazing film. And really they did. I started watching it for my kids, and then I just got hooked on it myself. Now, the one thing about this show that was so interesting is, in so many movies, the characters are played by these young male and female models. So they're always these, like, good-looking people having wild adventures and being good-looking while doing it. But in Harry Potter, you had basic, normal-looking kids. And in the first movie, one of the oddest-looking ones that just kind of had a on the verge of fugly was the little girl Hermione. And then in the later films, she developed into like a stunner. But nobody else did. It's like everybody else peaked at the first film except her. She began peaking in the later films. Everybody else, you know, they peaked there and they started going downhill badly. By the time you got to Harry Potter 7, it's like the entire cast looked like crap. But that's the nature of things. Now, when you take that and you combine it with young love, uh, basically teenagers, uh, they call it young love, but really it's just infatuation. I mean, at that age, kids don't even know what it is. It's the strongest emotion they've ever had, so of course it must be love. Eh, it's not, but okay, let's roll with that. But it's, they don't know enough about their emotions, about their bodies, about the intellectual art of flirtation, that it really becomes this child's game. And so you watch some teenage girls have a knack for it and they flirt well, but it's an ugly thing when you see a when you see a, a late teens, early twenties boy trying to flirt. And it's just a train wreck of a of a situation. But that's what leads us to today's episode. Harry Potter has no game on today's caffeinated humor. Harry Potter is in Starbucks. Well, at least it looks like him. Even has an English accent, which is usually charming. Uh, today it's annoying. He's explaining the theory of method acting to a girl in her teens who appears to be as dumb as a stick. That's just my opinion. However, he knows how she looks. And for some reason, I watched the last Harry Potter on DVD last night. That is an odd series. The one thing I found really interesting is that they kept all the same actors in the films, and not just the extras, everyone! Except for the first Dumbledore, he died. And a lot like life, everybody grew up. And some did the whole growing up thing a hell of a lot better than others. One of the main actors, Emma Watson, grew up into a stunning young lady. Her love interest, Rupert Grint, however, did not. That has to be a tough love scene. You know, I haven't seen anything as uncomfortable as their their final get-together scene since I watched the movie Contact with Jodie Foster. Now, Jodie Foster, who has publicly stated she does not care for men. Despite the fact she's an amazing actress, she's got a make-out scene in that movie with Matthew McConaughey. 
And it was like watching a small child being forced to eat beets. Lips peeled back, eyes a little wild, really uncomfortable, a little bit of a shudder that might be a dry heave. Same thing in Harry Potter. I didn't watch any of the films until the last one came out, and then I went back and kind of like binged it all, you know, in about a, a week's time. I always figured they were kid books, you know, films, young adults, which they are, kind of. But they're done well enough that in an, uh, that almost Disney fashion that appeals to the, the adults as well as the kids, it's a little something there for everybody. Now what, you may ask, does any of this have to do with the English kid hitting on the girl in Starbucks? Not a damn thing, really. I kind of operate on random thoughts for the most part, fueled by caffeine and ADD. Unlike Harry Potter here, he is operating on a completely different thought-out seduction plan. And she's buying it hook, line, sinker. And why not? He's not exactly a great-looking guy. He could have better game, though. His only issue is that unless he's planning on having sex in the bathroom, he would have to take her somewhere else. And that takes too long. I swear, kids today, that is the tragedy of youth. Now see, to Starbucks, you've got to take her someplace enclosed because it's daylight out. If he were in a bar at like, say, oh, 1230 midnight, he could take her out into the parking lot where it's dark and get her in the car. You know, kids today, they never see the big picture. The sense of urgency is there, but a hard-on does not think straight. And yet when I was that age, I can remember not just my plan of seduction, as it were, but I would make sure that it, if the best-case scenario did happen, we would be in a place where it could happen. I was famous for the no-one-else-home drop-by. And I have run from parents before, with my pants in my hands. God, I miss being a teenager. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.